traditional definitions of business, entrepreneurship, and success have historically been reserved for cishet white men. And home-based businesses are often run by the rest of us. Whether you're focused on finances, freedom, friendship, or fun within your business, you get to make the rules and define your own success. And that is Feminist as Fuck. Welcome to F-Words. Hi, I'm Kelly, subversive sales coach, here to help you reclaim what was always yours in life and business. Not all, but most of my photos you see were taken by my brilliant friend and client, Kelly Powell. And when I brought her in to do headshots for the Selling You Magic and Mutiny retreat a few weeks ago, she shared with me that she had hit 100K in her business for the first time in 2022, and she did it with ease. All while raising a small child and taking her new hobby of powerlifting to the level of earning state championships. Now, let me be clear. I know that it's possible to hit 100K with ease, but when one of my clients proves that to themselves for the first time, it is a moment. I asked her to share her story with the retreat attendees prior to leaving so that we could celebrate her, and I'm so delighted to share this conversation with you today. If you are in or around the Kansas City metro area and want some photos done by my photographer... Find Kelly's info at elementsphotostudio.com and find her work on the socials at elementsphotostudio underscore. So today we have someone amazing on the podcast. (laughs) She's shaking her head. Um, (laughs) Kelly Powell, my darling friend, has been on the pod a couple of times. Um, but she is, she's my photographer. So most of, not every single image, but most of the images that you see on my social media and on my website, um, have been the work of her absolute genius and creativity and delight. Um, and I've had many, many, many people ask me like, how, how does, how does that look so good? And I'm like, well, I don't know. It's Kelly Powell. So <laughs> I'm blushing too hard to even talk now. Stop. <laughs> um, one of the things that one of the things that um, people were really drawn to about the selling you magic and mutiny kind of mastermindish situation where I did the retreat this past weekend was having their pictures taken by you. Um, there was somebody who was like, so is the person taking our pictures going to be the person who takes your pictures? And I was like, yes. (laughs) I mean, it does feel good to hear you say my photographer because you're brilliant. So I just like to be in the same vicinity as as you all the time. So it feels good. Well, I love that because I just like claim everybody. I'm like, you're part of my world now. You're my photographer. Yeah, I remember at the retreat, I was just, like, sitting there. I, like, got ready, and everything was set up, and I was just sitting there stuffing, like, trail mix in my face, and I was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm ready whenever you guys are. I'm just kind of soaking up the energy and hanging out. (laughs) I guess we can get to work whenever you're ready. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, which is always the vibe with like, like always the vibe with what I do. Uh, so speaking of getting to work, tell us, Kelly Powell, what's going on in your business right now? Like you had an incredible year in 2022. You brought in all kinds of like different elements to what you're doing and it created some really phenomenal shit for you. And I just want to hear all about that because when you told me like the little tiny tidbits when you were taking my pictures at the retreat, I was just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. This is what's happening. I just tell the world. So. Um, yeah. So I did have a really good year. Um, during COVID and, you know, after the world started opening up, I'm just like pivot, 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 making all these moves, doing all these things that I wanted to do. Started doing commercial photography again alongside the portrait world that I've been in for so long and um, picked up some, kept some really amazing clients, picked up some amazing clients locally and nationally. Um Worked my ass off, but didn't feel tired, which was great. Mm -hmm. Um, And after being in business for myself for 14, 15 years, I finally jumped over that 100K year mark. And I literally was like, what is what? And it feels good. I mean, like, obviously money feels good and it's great. But like, I think, I think like what was, what felt better was that I was doing all the things that I'd wanted to do for so long that I kept telling myself, like, you know, you've been doing portrait for so long. Don't climb back into that commercial world. Don't do that. And then I was kind of like, well, fuck COVID happened. I can't really be around people right now. So yeah, I guess I'm going to start shooting product and I'm going to start, I'm going to start, you know, trying to do this, this branding thing and, and work with, with brands that I love, people that I love. And then I'm going to try to go after some national brands because fuck it. Why not? Right. Like the, like the worst I can say is no. And for some reason I was so scared of that word for so long. And I've gotten a lot of no's and it's fine, but I've gotten a lot of yeses too. And that feels really fucking good when it does happen. So just the fact that I was able to be like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to go after it, see what happens. And then, you know, my dad always gave me this analogy of being in business for yourself. And it's like, you have a tube and you have tennis balls and you just keep putting them in and putting them in and putting them in. And eventually they start falling out the other side. And then this last year, they all started falling out the other side, (laughs) (laughs) which is good. And I'm riding this way because anyone that's in business for themselves knows that it it ebbs and flows and, you know, but the living in, living in a space of, in a mindset of ebbs and flows instead of feast or famine feels really good. If Uh, that makes sense. Yes. Feast or famine is such a common, um, common concept that creatives and entrepreneurs and anyone who like kind of has control over things instead of, instead of having a time clock that they punch, you know, or something like that. Um, it's such a com- common concept that people live by and it just like, doesn't fucking feel good. 
because even when the feast happens, it's like, oh, this happened one time. So I have to take it all and like do something with it now because it's not going to come again for a while or whatever. And it, it's so um, anxiety producing and it puts you in a state of constant hustle and absolute fucking exhaustion. So the idea right. and it also was- puts you in this it also puts it was starting to put me in a in a in a position of like when the big jobs did come in and everything felt good I would just be like like a like a squirrel like hoarding everything like I couldn't even enjoy it right so it wasn't even like yeah the feast was coming in and I like wasn't really worried about money but then it was like oh but fuck like instead of being like in the set mindset of like, oh yeah, like I work really hard and and I'm doing all of these things and like work is going to come in. It was like, oh God, what if this never happens again? Mm-hmm. And I'd really been operating in that, in that mindset for probably 11, 12 years of the last like 15 that I've, you know, uh, been working for myself. And so to be able to kind of have that, that switch flipped, to be like, you know what, you know, do we want to take off and go to Colorado for five days? Yeah, let's just do it. Fuck it. It's going to, it's going to work itself out, you know? And so, uh, or, or not even like taking trips. It's just like, do I only want to work three or four hours today mm-hmm. all week long and make shit happen for myself in other ways, you know? So that, that's the thing. And because I've been able to do that, my, I feel my stress levels have been like super low. Yeah. And that, that's such a good point because when you, when you shift into the ebbs and flows and riding the waves instead of feast or famine and like hoarding Mm -hmm. whatever, when your stress level does lessen, you're able to think more clearly. So then the time that you do spend on your business is more focused. It's more productive. It's more, you know, in flow or whatever, as opposed to just being like having cortisol coursing through your veins and just like your whole body flooded with stress hormones and not being able to think clearly because you're kind of in a fight or flight response at all times. Like it's such a different, such a different mode of operation. And so many entrepreneurs just stay in that kind of heightened stress place and then wonder why the fuck they're working all the time and not getting as much shit done as they want to and not working on the things they want to be working on. And I just, I love that you have gotten to this place. I love that you were able to have this like highest sales year yet in a place of ease while also like doing some other amazing award-winning shit on the side (laughs) uh uh, yeah I mean I think I mean well what I wanted to say before we get into all that if we want to um uh for for me it's like I think I laugh looking back because it's like I felt like the lessons that I had to learn for the longest time literally had to be like a baseball bat upside my head. And when I say that, it's like, (laughs) I would have my dad who I love and he's like the best person in my life. I love him so much. Um, And he's an entrepreneur his whole life um, would always say like, I would go to my studio at eight o'clock in the morning 
and I would leave my studio at nine o'clock at night and I might not eat. I just might be there staring at the computer, doing stuff that I think is productive and like not really doing anything. Right. Like not really doing anything and being like, you know, and we had talked about this being like, so mad, like I've, I've been putting in 14 hour days and it's like, well, I'm not really right. Mm-hmm. So, and my dad would constantly say, leave your studio, go out and network with people. I used to be terrible at networking. God, it was <laughs> awful. Um, and I was just like, no, I ha- I'm paying for this space to be here. I have to be here. It was like this, this whole thing. It was like, it was like this anchor, this studio space, the space that was supposed to be fun for me to be in and create, you know, works of art and work with other creatives and do all of these things was like an anchor. And I just hated it. And when I say beating, getting beat upside the head with a baseball bat, it wasn't until January of 2016 that I showed up to work and my studio was on fire. Mm-hmm. And I lost everything. Um, But thankfully, I had business insurance. So, you know, but in the meantime, had to shoot in different locations while I was looking for a space and realized, holy shit, I can still do business not being in my studio. And it's better because I'm not like cooped up in this space. I'm out breathing fresh air, doing things that I want to do, meeting people, meeting with people that I want to meet. And I'm like, did it really take a fire for me to like finally figure this out? Like, you know, come on. So, <laughs> yes, it's like lessons to be learned. Let's not beat ourselves up about finally learning them or how long it took, but at least right. we got there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so in the meantime, because I've been able to allow more time for myself and and stuff like that, I did pick up a a hobby, if you will, of powerlifting. Mm-hmm. So I have started doing that. I've been doing it for about a year and a half. And that's been incredible, too, um, just for being able to, like, recognize that I'm doing something for myself and not feeling guilty about the money I'm spending on it because or or whatever, you know, it's just like or the time. Not so much the money. It's the time. Right. It's like don't feel guilty about spending two hours in a gym because this is good for you and it's good for me specifically. It's good for me. And I like never feel guilty about doing it, which I would feel guilty about doing anything that wasn't work for the longest time. So my God, I love that's so been, much. I love yeah. So much. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks to you for getting me out of my head after so long and, and just get, figuring out the tools, learning the tools and and trying to put them in place because it's really, it's really, and we've joked about this before, but when we, when you talked about starting your program and everything that you were doing and you were like, you should do it. And I was like, yeah, you know, cause we're friends. Yeah. I've said this before, you know, I love you. And I'm like, sure. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking like, yeah, right. Like I'm, that's not going to help me. Not going to help me. <laughs> yeah. And I was a skeptic. And I've told you that before. And uh, I was like, wow. I mean, it's it's really been like, it has been life-changing in all aspects, for sure. For sure. I mean, I'm delighted to hear you say that. But the <laughs> thing that, um, <laughs> just you know, for myself. You should be. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing that, well, there were two things that, that kind of stood out to me as you were talking. 
one of them talking about the idea of, um, you know, your dad saying, leave your fucking studio when you would be there for 14 hours and be like, what the fuck did I do today? It wasn't actually 14 hours worth of work. When the the very first coach I ever worked with years ago, provided by um, the direct sales company that I was, that I was in at the time, um, she I wanted to punch her in the fucking face because I told her I was just working all the time, all the time, all the time and like not seeing, you know, what I wanted come, come from it. And she just said, well, are you working all the time or are you thinking about work all the time? <laughs> I was like, yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, right, right. I, and you're like, no, I was absolutely working while I was watching a movie on one of my computer screens and <laughs> right. they was staring at the other blank screen. That is work. Okay. <laughs> because that was my life forever. It was, that was how it was, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, you don't want to be told that. You're like, no, I'm working. Right. Like, uh-huh. how dare uh-huh. you? First of all, how dare you? <laughs> exactly. How dare you? But it, it takes. It takes someone who is willing to risk the relationship they have with you and you being pissed off at them while at the same time holding you in so much compassion and love to say something like that in a way that's going to be a little bristly, but it actually like lands at some point and you're like, okay, that felt like fuck you at first, but now I get it. And now I can work three hours instead of 14 and get so much more done so I can go fucking spend two hours at the gym because I love this thing that I'm doing and be more present for my family and be more present for my friends and be more present for my fucking self and whatever else. Like such a mind fuck, but it's so necessary. Yeah, because I think we've got it beat into our heads that like... (sighs) Eight hours, nine hours, ten hours a day. I mean, you're going to be successful if you if you do that. And don't get me wrong, there are there are times that I'm on a job, that I'm on a shoot, or I'm doing something that it's like a few days, and it's a lot. You know, it's it's a lot of hard work, but it's like, and they're, and they're long hours. But but then there's, but then it's like, okay, well, if I want to take a couple hours every day the next week while I'm home and still get stuff done, but not feel like I just have to, cause I was living in a, I was living in a, um, in a place of, of burnout for years Yeah, and wondering why I was doing something that I love to do, but really kind of like resented it. You know, it was like, right. I felt like a prisoner to something that I had created and not really understanding why, you know, for like a really long time, a really long time. Yeah. And And it was burnout. That's exactly right. God. I, uh, I want to say, I hate that you went through that, but I love that you have come through it as well because it's so fucking common and for you to be able to recognize what the other side of that looks like and be able to, fucking win state championship awards doing something entirely different just because you love it because you're allowing yourself the freedom and flexibility to do that you're allowing yourself the permission to show up for powerlifting that's not what you do professionally you know like so many entrepreneurs have no hobbies they have Mm -hmm. no things that they do outside of work 
And just like, I don't know, I'm still reeling at the fact that you had your highest sales year yet. And it was easy while you were doing this complete other thing that you love. And it just like, that's the way it can work if you let it. And it comes down to shifting the way you, the relationship you have with your work and with your business. Yeah. And I think the other big thing for me was too, is like in December, I was kind of like chilling out. I kind of took the last two weeks to just, you know, chill out and everything. And you know me, never, never celebrating milestones ever. Um, And I was kind of like, holy shit. Like, okay. You know, I was like excited. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to get too excited because you know, how how dare too excited. Yeah. Um, but I think it just felt good. It just felt good to look back on the year and be like, wow, that just, it just felt organic and nice. And it just, it was like the first time, um, really that I've been in business that I felt like, man, maybe I'm like, maybe, maybe I, (laughs) I can do this. It's like, it's funny being in business for yourself for 15 years. And then after 15 years being like, yeah, maybe I can do this. Right. (laughs) It's like all those other years. I'm just like, I don't know. And then like the next year happens. And instead of, you know, it's just, I don't know. Brains are fun. Oh, that they are. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Um, this is, Oh my god! Like not related to your photographer. I'm just, I'm I'm obsessed with your powerlifting. Um, we can. When, I mean, we can talk about it anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. When uh, when you first started posting about it, and then I saw that you were lifting with one of our mutual friends, Amy Duke. Um, I was like, oh, that's so fun. Maybe I should be doing that. No, absolutely not. I should not be doing that. That's not like you but- absolutely. Should. <laughs> No, definitely not. Definitely not. This is not my jam. But I was like, oh, I want to be doing what Kelly's doing because Kelly's amazing, right? Like, so, and then Amy was there too. And then it was just recently that I actually put two and two together that my massage therapist is also a power lifter and works primarily with like power lifters. And I was like, wait a minute, they're posting pictures from the same event. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, I mean the community with powerlifting too is like, I think, um, one of the things that I have really missed working for myself and something that I've really, um, have been like grasping at for like the longest time is like, cause I, I love, being around people. I love meeting people. I love working with people. I love working with creative people. I work. I love working with all kinds of people, but when you work for yourself and you're small and you, you're a freelancer or whatever, um, don't get me wrong. I love my alone time, but it starts to feel, feel over the years, like pretty isolating. It can't, it can feel isolating, you know? And so I, I don't know. It was like, sitting on the couch one day, I'm like, COVID, you know, really did a number, really did a number on just how I was feeling mentally, emotionally, you know, I had gotten COVID, I gotten over it. I, you know, 
I, you know, I, you know, I'd been pregnant, had a baby. He was two at that time. And I was just like, man, I have got to do something. I don't know what it is. I don't want to run. I spent the first half of my life playing basketball. I hate running, but I loved lifting weights. And so I think in that moment, I was like, okay, I can do this. I'm going to make time to do this. And I started in April of 2021 and uh, I'm going to make the time to do this. I figured it out with my schedule, made the time. What I wasn't, so I, I really was like, I just want to feel strong again. I just want to feel strong. I would just want to feel like I can move better. Like I'm at the time I was like 37. I don't want to feel like I'm 80. <laughs> like just don't. <laughs> so, so that was like the whole goal. And then when, when I started working out there and I got my trainer who's become like, I mean, he's 12 years younger than me and wants to remind me that he's 12 years younger than me all the time. Um, which is totally, that's just totally okay. But it's really become a really good friend and the whole community at that gym has just been awesome. And I took a step back one time and was like, holy shit, like this is like a community. It may not be a creative community, but it's some place where I feel where I belong and like everybody's cheering for you. Everybody, it doesn't matter if you're lifting 80 pounds on a bar, if it's the most you've ever done, people are cheering for you just the same as someone that's lifting 600 on a bar. They don't give a shit, right? And so it's like every walk of life, every age, every body type. And it's just amazing just to see people go to work, do amazing things for themselves. And so I think that that's really what has kept me going too is like, just that community, but also feeling like less isolated. And so it's like, I think it's important for entrepreneurs and especially people that find themselves working by themselves a lot to find a community. It may not, you know, powerlifting <laughs> probably sounds a little extreme to most people. I swear <laughs> it's really not, but, but finding that community that could be completely outside of like what you do, but at least it gives you something. You know, it gives you a place uh, to connect with other human beings in a way that you probably wouldn't any other way. And um, and just kind of like decompress and just feel like a part of something, you know, outside of work. Yeah, you bring up a really good point. And that's I mean, the the newer programs that I'm offering are community-based for entrepreneurs and sales and, and stuff. And that's why, because entrepreneurship can be really fucking isolating. And when you are just by yourself and you are just with your own fucking thoughts, all spinning around your brain all the fucking time, it can be exhausting. And yeah. so when you have a community of support, a network of support around you, it's such a different experience, whether it's related to your business or not. That's completely irrelevant. Like humans are not meant to function in isolation. We are collective as a species. Right. And so when you don't have a sense of community around you for that kind of support, it it's it's, it's bad for business. <laughs> it really is. I mean, I and I have I am super guilty of being in my head and thinking that 
I'm the only person that's ever gone through this and nobody would ever understand. Yeah, it could be It could be anything. It could be anything. And it's like, why I think I'm that special. I <laughs> 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 only have the only problem on the planet that no one else has ever dealt with is, you know, funny. But it's like, I have met really great people through lifting that have backgrounds that work for themselves and things that like I could never imagine work for big corporations or firefighters or teachers or all these things. And it's like in some way or another, like we go to the gym and we lift and stuff and we talk about kind of our jobs and we're all kind of like bitching about the same thing, but it also feels really (laughs) good. Right. It's like, Oh yeah. Like we are all dealing with these things and it's kind of nice. I mean, the thing, I mean, and what I like about it is too, and when we, when I started the program with you and I was with the two other, two other girls, I mean, I guess I could say their names, Christina and Megan, but um, the, the whole, like, are you really working 14 hours or are you, you know, you weren't even directing that at me. I was just listening and I was like, oh shit, I feel so attacked right now. <laughs> And I was like, uh, I should probably really think about that. But, you know, and so I think it's just really nice to not, and I did it for so many years, is just to not isolate yourself. It's already isolating enough when you work for yourself. I started working for myself when I was 24. All of my friends were going out partying all the time. And I was like, what the fuck have I done? Yeah, I want to go out and party. I want to do all of these things. You know, I want to keep traveling the world like I had been doing, you know, but I, you know, and so I think that like, not feeling guilty about making time for yourself, finding a community that you love, whatever that is, showing up for yourself is super important. And none of it has to do with business. Absolutely. You know, it's the foundation of everything, because when you're taking care of yourself, making sure that you are like nourished in every capacity, you're going to be able to show up for your work from such a different place in a way that makes it more fulfilling. And you're not going to be depleting yourself when you're doing your work. Right. Right. My dogs are going nuts behind me, but um, (laughs) you (laughs) <laughs> they, they finally decided they love each other. Um, so Kelly, tell us with, so you've got national brand deals, you've got local brand deals and you're doing, um, commercial photography as well as por- portrait photography. Now, if someone wanted to have photos taken, what would that look like? Do you, do you primarily do like, well, just tell me, tell me about all the shit that you're doing now. Like what, what is it that you offer? Um, so I work with a lot of, so, you know, when I, when I went to school for photography, I I was in the commercial world like area. And then I went into, um, the portrait world and I was in that for a really long time. So I was shooting weddings, portraits, doing all kinds of stuff like that. Um, I still do all of that. I do all that. I don't do as much, but I still do that. Um, I love taking portraits of people. Um, branding is something that I love. So um, I'm still, I work with entrepreneurs. I work with um, companies. 
Um, I work with small businesses to help them kind of uh, create a look and a feel with images of like what their product or whatever they're selling, like what that may be. I work with a lot of musicians. Um, I work with like artists too. Um, And so, you know, people contact me through email, phone, whatever. Um, A lot of them are looking for, um, portrait work of themselves because I like joke. I'm like, I've been a photographer professionally for like 20 years and I'm like, have no really any headshots, but it's like, (laughs) like it's, you know, and then I'm like working in a studio with a bunch of photographers and stylists and I'm like, Oh, maybe I should take advantage of this, like, and get some headshots. But then I'm like, maybe (laughs) (laughs) We'll, we'll get there. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I have a studio in Kansas city um, I do a lot of location stuff. I do a lot of traveling. So yeah, I'm just kind of like all over the place. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, in terms of the people who you tend to work with or want to work with, I know we've had conversations before where like, you know, you would post some photo work that you did of a particular couple and you would get some backlash from some like right-wing jackass like you know you shouldn't be how how dare you post a picture of this kind of you know whoever what what the fuck ever else um so knowing that and knowing you as a human as I do (laughs) my question to you is this how is your business feminist as fuck (laughs) um well i have really really strived since 2008 opening up my my studio and working for myself to create an all-inclusive space where people feel safe and feel like they can be themselves um i think people thought i was joking when i they would come to me with they would come to me with these like bizarre ideas and I'm like, okay, yeah, where the better, you know? And they'd be like, really? And I'm like, yeah, absolutely, you know? Um, I, You're right. I have gotten backlash. I, I don't know what decade we live in sometimes. I have gotten backlash on, on sharing same-sex um, couples and, like, their weddings and um, interracial couples. And, like, I, it's mind-blowing to yeah. me. Um. Also, I'm just like, go fuck yourself. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) What do you say? You know, I mean, it's just like, okay. Um, And so I, but more importantly, like, I think when I got in, when I got into photography, this is, this is mind blowing how fast technology moves. Because when I started going to school for photography, we had to have a film camera. And I had to learn how to shoot film, be in the dark room. I loved it. Yeah. The very next year, they were like, okay, you got to go buy a digital camera. And we were like, what the hell is that? I mean, that was like in 2004. Yeah. And I'm like, what is a digital camera? It was like two megapixels. It was fucking millions of dollars. Yep. And it was like, okay. And I remember it being such a male dominated world that I knew that I was going to be going into. And that's never really, that never really 
bothered me um, because I felt like growing up, I had a I had a very I had a very feminist mom, and I ha- also had a dad who basically told me I could do whatever I wanted. He was like, "Don't don't fuck around. Don't let other people get in your fucking head. You can do whatever you want." Um, but I didn't. I guess it just really didn't like occur to me how <laughs> male dominated everything really was. Right. Um, and I have uh, some amazing male friends that are photographers and I love them and they're supportive and, and creatives that are amazing. And I remember when I finally opened up my studio, my first studio, I had a, I had an older guy come in who was probably in his sixties at the time. And he had been a photography teacher and had his own business and he sat down and he introduced himself to me and he's like I know your parents and I'm like okay cool so we're talking and he's like asking me all of these things and uh he said well you know I I you know I teach um stay-at-home moms how to do photography and I said oh okay that's cool you know and um he's like yeah it's it's interesting because ever since di- the digital world came out it's it's really leading towards like more a female driven uh, industry. And I said, okay, <laughs> like, I don't really know where this is going. Right. He's like, so I've just decided that I'm going to make money by teaching all of these housewives how to do photography and looks right at me and says, and if you want to make it in this world, doing photography, working for yourself, you should probably think about marrying a doctor. <laughs> what the fuck? And that kind of like set the tone for me to be like one you can get the fuck out yeah and two fucking watch me dude (laughs) so and that was like early on I mean I probably had only been in business for myself for maybe like five months and I was just like the audacity of this guy right like Mm. not even knowing like what my background is what I'm capable of doing but just because I'm a woman I better marry a doctor or a man with money. Didn't even know if I liked men too also. So like, fuck off. (laughs) Um, If I was going to make it in this world as a photographer and I'm just kind of like, I just, this is like blew my mind. It really did. And pissed me off and kind of, like I said, set the tone for me to just be like, all right, you know, and occasionally this guy will chime in and, and be like, man, your work is like, cause he follows my, my stuff, like my, my business page and stuff. Your work is so beautiful. You're doing such, you know, I'm just kind of like, yeah. And the only reason I keep this, like, this is a, this is a spiteful part of me. Cause it's like, I should have just like X this dude out, but I was like, no motherfucker, watch this journey and eat your own fucking words. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, I do not have a problem with being petty when it's at that yeah. angle. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> but yeah I mean it's just like that was just so mind-blowing to me and so I think like moving forward it was just like so here you know I was 24 here I am at 39 and I really just want to see everybody succeed but I also want women to or you know or anybody just to know that they have a, a place and they're capable of doing it regardless of gender or you know 
you can, if you want to do it, you can do it. And there should be a space for you. And there are people out here creating space for you to be able to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my God. I love it. I don't recall ever having heard that story. That doesn't mean you haven't told it to me, but (laughs) I'm like seething at the (laughs) fact that those words came out into the world. Oh God. Um, Okay. So speaking of your business page though, tell us where we can find you. Like, for anyone listening who's in the Kansas City area or like, listen, if you want to fly Kelly to you, um, it'd be yeah. wonderful. Um, I'm available. I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we find you? Where can we find your work? So um, my website is elementsphotostudio.com. And you can find uh, the portrait work, the commercial branding work, all of that on there. Um, and on Facebook, it's Elements Studio Photography, and on Instagram and TikTok, it's Elements Photo Studio underscore. So, and we'll link all of that in all places. Though. Yeah. So, Amazing. that's how you find me. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. I mean, I have other ways to find you as well, but <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today and telling us all about your amazingness. I love it. Um, Thank you for having me. My, my pleasure. And anyone who wants to find Kelly, like, even if you're not in the Kansas City area and there's not a chance that you will be hiring her, go just like check out her work. It's fucking gorgeous. And it'll, it'll make your day happier. 